hello everyone welcome to it's a crime for those of you who don't know me i'm linda and today we're going to be talking about the gabby petito case just not even an hour ago there was the doctor who uh, announced the cause of death for gabby petito and so i thought i would come on here we'll chit chat about it and uh, have a little spot for everybody can talk about the case so and i see already people are in the chat so welcome welcome one of the things that they said today, and most of you have heard of it because you guys are keeping up on the case, but for those of you who haven't, um, Dr. Blue said that the cause of death for Gabby Petito was strangulation and the manner is homicide. And I think for a lot of us, I mean, maybe some of you are surprised. I'm not surprised that it was strangulation. I said this a little bit before, but um, at the same time, it's so sad that that's what happened to Gabby so so young. Um, he did announce that it was estimated that three to four weeks since Gabby, uh, I guess that it was estimated her death. When I look up on the calendar, because I wanted to double check, obviously, her body was found on September 19th, which is, was Sunday. Three weeks before that was the 29th of August, and four weeks before that is August 22nd. So in between the 22nd and 29th, which we know that the last known sighting of Gabby was the 27th, which was the Friday. And then we had the two texts on the 27th of August and the 30th of August from Gabby's phone. And the 29th was when um, Brian actually, actually the 20, I'm, I'm wrong about that. The 29th, there's so many numbers in my head right now because they were at the, the Mary Piglets, right? That was the 29th, was it not? I'm usually really good at remembering, but I'm a little bit, have a lot of um, numbers. Let me just double check that. I want to make sure I'm right. That's important. August 27th. Okay, so that is correct. Took a minute there. <laughs> so many numbers flying at me into this morning. I was working on the Chad Daybell case and there's just looking through timelines. So all I'm seeing is numbers all day. Hello, everyone. Um, so I'll go through some more questions that they talked about in the live stream. However, there's not a lot that he could answer. And he said that, you know, because of the laws in Wyoming, he's not able to go detailed on it. Uh, but they said the date of death is estimated three to four weeks since the body, since Gabby was found, and the cause of death is strangulation. Some of the questions, actually, John Walsh was on there, and he was asking, are you sure it's Brian Laundrie, and will they issue a nationwide warrant? Obviously, he couldn't answer that. It was interesting that he's asking those questions, because um, I'm pretty sure John doesn't, you know, he wouldn't, he would know not to ask those questions, so I'm interested in why he wanted to ask it the way he did. So it I know he's been very spicy about it. So um, they asked about bruising on the body, uh, if there was any healing or older cuts. And he said, again, because of the statute, he can't give any other information. So that's pretty much how it all went. It started at 1230 um, Mountain Time. So that was almost an hour ago. And it went on for a good portion of time, half an hour. However, uh, again, 
wasn't much details, but they did ask why was it a month for this whole process? And he said it was a detailed exam. They were waiting for specialists in toxicology and making sure everything was right. Um, they talked about DNA samples being taken by law enforcement. And then again, John Walsh comes on and says, any doubts if it's Brian Laundry?" And he said, you know, I can't answer that. He talked about the manner of death and the options. I know some people, most people know, but some people don't. He said it could be homicide, suicide, accidental or natural. And, and this was ruled as homicide. There was an interesting question. Somebody asked about being strangled if it was by something other than, you know, the hands. But he said he couldn't reveal that either. Um, the question was asked if the body was buried or, or on the surface. And again, he said he can't say. Now, what was interesting, though, on the Dr. Phil show, Gabby's dad or stepdad, I should say, Jim Schmidt, he was talking about laying the cross down where Gabby was found. And he was describing the area and he did not say that Gabby was buried. Uh, but again, I don't know if we're going to ever find that information out or how that's going to work now because of these Wyoming uh, statutes. So I'm not too sure. I am seeing you guys. So I just want to say hi. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people are quite angry about it. Um, Jessica, yeah, she was just talking to her husband about me doing a live and here you are. I did see an interesting question in the beginning too. I saw them, somebody was asking about the Stan comment and I'll get to that in just a minute. I want to get through this first and then we can have the chit chat about uh, other stuff. So um the another question was there any impact on her body by weather or wild animals again he didn't he couldn't say was she murdered there or was the body dragged there no comment um the results of the toxicology can't comment uh but they did answer was gabby petito pregnant and she was not pregnant they did a very thorough exam, a whole body CT scan. There's a forensic pathologist, toxicologist. So he said there was very, very, they were very uh, thorough. <laughs> I can't even speak. Um, about the death certificate, they said not yet. The These uh, are going to be approximate dates. Remember he said between the three and four week mark, which would have been August 22nd to the 29th, somewhere in there, which makes sense because... Again, right in the middle is that 27th that anybody can account for her at that point. Um, Ashley Banfield was on as well, and she was asking, is it obvious that was uh, that it was strangulation? And uh, she said, "What were you completely aware of it right from the beginning, or did you have to go through and put the pieces, uh, the puzzle pieces together? And he said, in a situation like this, nothing is obvious and requires some investigating. He did talk about, the doctor talked about it being a meteor circus and saying that perhaps that because Gabby was a blogger, he called her, that um, there's more attention on it. And I know a lot of people have a variety of opinions on that. I think, too, is because of the bizarre behavior that adds to it, right? So there's there's all kinds of things and um, how much it can get out there, et cetera. I don't want to get into that today for sure. Uh, but the other question was, was it accidental or deliberate in terms of that? And he said, that's up to law enforcement. So that's basically what they said about that. And bottom line is, we know she was strangulated. We know she was, it was a homicide. We know that it's estimated three to four weeks. 
and then pretty much and that she's not pregnant. So I can take some of your guys' questions or if you want to talk about the timeline or how you want to go about that. Now, somebody was asking, does that fit uh, with the stand theory that I did in my video? Well, I had pondered that in that video if Gabby would end up being um, strangulated because in the video of Stan by Eminem, he talks about his girlfriend being in the trunk and she can't breathe. So I had wondered if that's what's going to come up is that. And here we are. It is. So I know that that video is a little bit of controversial, I guess, but I see what I see and I say what I say and I don't know. It's just how it is. <laughs> it's okay that not everybody agrees. Navy vet, welcome. Um, strangulation is a very personal and intimate crime. You have to get up close and personal with your victim. In my opinion, that leaves one person as a suspect. Thank you so much for your super chat and your comment. Yes, um, um, very intimate. And that happens a lot. We just heard about... Uh, what's his Alexis Sharkey and Tom Sharkey and Tom Sharkey actually just committed suicide. They were coming to um, apprehend him and he ended up committing suicide, but he was married to Alexis and Alexis was found strang strangled and she was on the side of a road and she was completely naked and a city worker found her. And so it took them some time, but it's been almost a year because Alexis died just shortly after um, Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. So we do see that in a lot of personal relationships that can happen. And we do know if we think about it too, he did go for the face, right? She even said in the body cam, like my face hurts. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's it's sad. And naturally, in these types of situations, the statistics are high that they look to the spouse. And there's a reason because the, stis- uh, the statistics are high. Um, Canada's Thanksgiving was just, it was yesterday. Today's Tuesday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I celebrate, celebrated mine on Sunday. Thank you, Lisa. Nice to see you. Cause of death is strangulation. That is correct. Um, okay. She was not pregnant. Correct. He said she was not pregnant. That's correct. Did I see the statement from the attorney for the attorney? No, which statement? And I I'm scared to know about the <laughs> about this statement for if it was from Mr. Bertolino. Hopefully it's not. I've had enough of that guy. Will I go over the new Valo stuff? Yes, I am currently diving into behind the scenes. I took a couple hours this morning to do that. Um Thank you. Okay, so let's just double check on here to see because the news goes pretty fast on a lot of it. So all the news is coming out right now about the strangulation as well for for Gabby. But I don't see anything yet if there's anything from the attorney. So what are your guys' thoughts about Brian Laundrie and where he is? Do you think he's still in Florida? Do you think he's not in Florida? Do you think he's hiding out um, somewhere? Some, some people are saying inside. Oh, we do have. Laundry family attorney, Mr. Bertolino, just texted, Gabby Petito's death at such a young age is a tragedy. While Brian Laundry is currently charged with an unauthorized use of a debit card belonging to Gabby, Brian is only considered a person of interest. Hang on, there's another one. Uh, Gab, uh, Brian is only considered a person of interest in relation to Gabby's Petito, Gabby Petito's demise. At this time, Brian is still missing. And when he is located, we will address the pending fraud charge against him. Well, Mr. Bertolino and the Laundry family, as I outlined in last night's video, have been fibbing a little bit. As we can see, the timeline's changing. Oh, no, it was not Tuesday. It was Monday, and we brought the vehicle back on Thursday. But no, you actually brought it back on Wednesday, so it's very interesting. 
Flyer B says BL is not missing. He ran, he's run away from home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he runs. And if you look at the patterns for BL, right? He does have a pattern of running. The 17th to the 23rd, he takes off and goes back to Florida. Now, let's talk about this for a minute because it's very interesting to me. He goes from August 17th to the 23rd to Florida, leaves Gabby behind the first time, right? She's in a hotel room. He flies for some reason about a storage unit and saving money or something. But how much does it cost to fly from, from Salt Lake City to Florida and back? And I don't know, you know, like if you're going to be paying that, why don't you just pay the extra hundred bucks or 200 bucks or whatever it is for the next two months that you're going to be gone? I mean, I don't know what the whole story is on that yet, but I will find out. But he has a habit, a little, little bit of taken off. So he goes and then he comes back and then he leaves. Obviously, we know Gabby died. He leaves with her vehicle, spends her the money or their money, as Mr. Bertolino says, spends her money on the card and then goes and he takes off again. So that's three times he's taking off in the span of a month, not even. And here we are. Here we are. Jacqueline says, do we know he left her in a hotel or did they have agreement? Well, I think she knew that he was leaving. I'm curious as to what the reason is why he left. Why did you actually go back for a week and then come back? Is it to cool off because you guys had a fight? Is it because you actually had to go to a storage unit? Were you missing something that you needed to go get from the storage unit? What's the reason, right? And it's interesting, too, because Joe Petito ordered them food, but but um, Brian wasn't there. He ordered them food on the 21st, I believe it was, 20th or 21st. But Brian would be already gone. So Gabby's in a hotel. Did she not go very many places? She just living off the pizza or she just ordering? Like, I'm very curious at this point. And I'd like to know, was it a return ticket? from Salt Lake like did they buy a ticket and know he's coming back what day or was it like okay I'll go there and I'll figure it out and I'll come back so I don't know he there's just some interesting things about about that guy he said he was helping dad with storage but it was Gabby's stuff right so I'd like to know what that's all about and what that what the consensus or what was it like? Okay, yeah, you're gonna go do that. Yeah, no problem. I'd like to know what that agreement was. Yes, Gray says there has been chatter about the two women who died and some keys and a card found there. Okay, so I've heard Kylan's dad talk about the keys, but somehow it got turned into a climbing place, and I can see how that would match up. However, I've never heard uh, Kylan's dad say that the keys were from a climbing place. I heard him say a membership of some sort to either one of those things that you would go like to a gym or to um, 
or to a grocery store. And then he also said that the gym was no longer. So I'm curious what it is. Was it a climbing place? What's the truth? If you know that, can you please email me at it's a crime and a shame at gmail.com. Okay, so I would like to know more about these belongings too as well. I see that there was a comment here. Where is her stuff moved to? Why is it so urgent to move her belongings? Good question. I, I'd like to know all of it. Uh, I, we know that they had a fight on the 12th. We know that for sure. That was on body cam. And then by the 17th, five days later, you know, he's he's gone back to Florida for a week. And then he comes back. They check out. And then they, you know, continue on. Do I think this info being released will affect if, when, or how Brian is found? Uh, well, I'm sure, well, I hope that he gets caught. I don't know. I think the info of them saying strangulation, I don't know, Brian's already on the run. So he's just going to keep running, in my opinion. Okay. Some people aren't thinking he's going to get caught. I hope he does. He, he's been amping up, right? Do you remember if you've seen his Instagram, do you remember him saying, you know, how did he word it? Let me, let me try and think here. Thanks, something to the effect of thanks for putting up with me throughout Utah. And that was actually in Je in July that I saw. I think it was the end of July, which we know he was in the 25th of 24th, 25th of August. Anyways, there's there's some little things that obviously it's amped up. They were posting quite often in July, and then there's like a big gap in August that the postings kind of slowed down. And we saw Brian amped up. We saw Gabby very emotional. There was, they're having, you know, fights in the street. And he's, Brian's angry in a restaurant, the Mary Piglet. Um, so. Some people are saying, okay. Kit says, okay, Brian Laundrie returning to Gabby after being gone a week in August almost makes this look like a premeditated crime. They obviously did not get along and have been having fights, so why go back? Maybe he just wanted to take a little breather. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's something they needed from the storage unit. I'd like to know more about this storage unit, but it's so hard because you can't believe a whole lot of what that other side says. I mean, you have Mr. Bertolino, who's like the the times are changing, the dates are changing, you know. Oh, they got they didn't recall when Brian actually left, so you can't really trust what they're saying, right? Um, 
But it's interesting because they have the fight on the 12th. He goes back for some reason on the 17th. So that's a five-day gap. He comes back. They check out on the 24th. And by the 27th, they're having that huge fight again in the restaurant. And by the 29th or early morning hours of the 30th, Brian's gone again. So that's another, what is it, five more days. So five days he leaves, comes back for another five days he leaves. Sue, I've written three times about the storage unit. Gabby's things were stored at one of Chris and Roberta's properties that was recently sold from what I understand. That was the urgency. Okay, so they got him to come back and take the things out. Where did it go? Okay. The keys had a tab for gym membership. I've heard that from him. The rock wall climbing gym, I did not hear. I know of the picture. Okay, let me let me re rephrase that. I know that one of the options was a gym membership. The rock wall climbing gym, I did not hear Kylan's dad say that. So I'm curious where that got to. And um, I saw the pic of Brian with his pink hair and he was with one of his family members at a rock climbing gym. I saw all that. But I really want to know, was it a rock wall climbing gym membership or was that just people speculating that that's what it is? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, this is what I'm wondering too, Amy. Um, why are, my cat just snuck in. <laughs> His cat hair is fluffing. Um, why are you spending the money on airfare when there's a father and brother-in-law that could have moved or things? Well, this is what I'm wondering because it's it's a lot more to spend money on the air the flights, right? It's a lot more that... Well, it is in Canada for sure. I'd have to look it up and I'm sure I'm going to how much it's going to cost from Salt Lake to wherever he flew into and and then flew out of. And I believe Mr. Bertolino said that they paid for it. Jack, no. Okay, so <laughs> the door didn't close all the way, so I got a rogue cat. Hannah says, hi, there's a channel that has a voice recording of their bank transactions. I believe if it's authentic, that can tell us when the plane ticket was purchased. I think that was tell us a lot. Okay, uh, thank you for that. Um, I'm just going to write that down. But we'll see what the if there is the actual bank bank transactions and when I'd love to know when it was purchased for sure. 
and and if it was a return ticket that was purchased or if it was because was it planned for that week or was it just I'll buy one and then when, when I'm done oh my gosh the cat hair is crazy I, I never let my cats in this room because I don't want the cat hair Okay. Southwest Airlines one way from Salt Lake City um okay is 269 to okay one way so okay so 6 or 700 dollars then right? Okay. <laughs> this cat is relentless. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jack. I might have to like I might have to take but this cat's like 20 pounds. He's like super he's 20 pounds. He's not he's not light as a feather. <laughs> the cat has something to say about the case. Let him speak. <laughs> JetBlue is cheap on weekdays. Another 600 for her. Would be more than that, 600 for a week? Only 600 US? Um, Because she stayed, I'd have to look it up again where she was staying, but they stayed 17th to 23rd, he come back, and then 24th they checked out. That's right, Frontiers Airline, I heard. That's right, that's right. Okay. But he's so, he's so fluffy. <laughs> there, okay, say hi. Say hi. Oh, look, look, right there, see? Yeah, okay. He likes to sniff my hair and he's relentless. He's a little bit like, he's kind of, per oh, buddy. He's 20 pounds, so he's heavy. And he's kind of perverted, that's what I say. Because he's he wants to smell my hair all the time. Please excuse me for a minute so I can get him out. Okay, buddy. There you go. Okay. Okay. Woo. Thank you, guys. Otherwise, we'd have a serious problem all day, and all he's gonna do is sniff my hair, and um it's it's pretty funny. So he's so big and he likes to smell my hair. He just sits there and he just sniffs it. And it's just really weird if he could sniff it all day. And it just drives me crazy. Because <laughs> uh, he's just like, he just, and I'll smell it all day. He is huge. I'm telling you, he's 20 pounds to lift that cat up is huge. And he has a little sister. So anyway. Um, I know, no, not very many. Yeah, I know, Jack. He's he's so funny. That's a good idea. Somebody said give him an empty shampoo bottle. Okay. Anyways, let's get back to let's get back to he is a. <laughs> I actually I actually measure out his food, and when it's time to eat, he goes to the cat bag and wants to pull it down, and it's just like you've already eaten, buddy. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, Fairfield Inn. Okay, here we go. Back to the scheduled program. Fairfield. But it wasn't in that. Okay, hang on, you guys, because was it near the airport that they stayed? I heard it was right near the FBI office. It costs way more in Canada, I swear. Yeah, so, yeah, Fairfield Inn and Suites. You're correct on that. Oh, yeah, okay, I see. It's near the airport. Okay, I gotcha. Okay, where did I see that? A hundred bucks? Hundred a night. That's not bad. Man, we can't get anything here at one hundred dollars a night. And just so you know, it'll be like a hundred and thirty dollars Canadian around there. Okay. So you're staying there 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and 24. So that's eight, yeah, eight hundred bucks plus taxes and fees and whatever else. <laughs> I actually call him Garfield. <laughs> Madeline says, thanks for the update, Linda. Also makes me happy that you still use the intro I whipped up. Yes! Hey, I haven't seen you in a long time. In some of my last videos, I haven't, but I love it. It's not that I don't want it. I love it. Um, yeah. So for those of you who know where you see the hands go, don't, don't, don't. That's that's Madeline's creation. Thank you. <laughs> wow, I haven't talked to you in a long time. It's been a long time. Thank you. Happy to see you guys too. I do I think they will find Brian. Well, I I certainly hope so. How can this guy evade the FBI? Although to be fair, I think he got a pretty big advantage of a like a head start. So I don't know. I hope they do catch him. I think maybe if anything, it's going to be when he's tired, right? I mean, I'm sure he's tired, but at the same time, maybe it's just like, I don't know. If, I don't think, I don't see him giving up. I just see him, I see him fleeing. All I do is I see him fleeing. They did not say what type of strangulation. No, they couldn't talk. Yep, it was strangulation. Montana says, please read my comment. It really explains why BL flew back to Florida. It's hard. Sometimes these go by pretty fast. Some saying, I think he's held up in a house. 
somebody's asking where Baldo is. <laughs> I can't see it. So you might have to, Montani, I think you have to do it again. So he sure did get a head start. And I still wondered if he isn't being helped because one guy who wasn't a hardcore survivalist has eluded teams of FBI and dog doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm wondering what's going on too, but I think everybody's doing that. Um, I think it's just a matter of time. The awareness over the whole world really is huge. So I guess we'll see. Um, I saw the parents go pick up laundry baskets from their, their yard the other day. That was interesting. I don't think he is either. The laundry baskets were, I, yeah, they kind of were. <laughs> yes, poor, yes, somebody said they asked about Gabby. I think just Brian likes to flee. I think that's the thing. He just, when the going gets tough, Brian gets going. That's how I feel. It just seems like that. And he does not own up to, to his stuff. I mean, we saw it on the body cam. Oh, here we go. Jen says, I live 10 minutes from the hotel in Salt Lake and the Fairfield does free breakfast, but the price for one bed is 122 to 130 night, depending on who you book through. Gotcha. Thank you. Uh, you realize how big the U.S. is. There are unsolved cases from like 50 years ago. Yes, I do. I, I do realize how big the U.S. is. Thank you. I do. There's unsolved cases from like 50 years ago all over the world. However, DNA starting to go, um, it's starting to catch up and cases are being solved 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. So there's hope. And if it's not now, it could be in the future. You know, maybe it takes a little bit of time. Maybe it takes a long time. Somebody's saying they heard there was flyer, flyer points. But we saw a statement about the lawyer, right? We saw Bertolino say, let's see, Bertolino. Here we go. Let's read what he says. Bottom line, he says, you had two people on a trip. They had items in a storage locker. They were contemplating extending their trip, which is what I was told. And Brian came home to empty the storage locker so he wouldn't have to pay the storage fees for the additional month that he and Gabby were going to be away. 
month, the additional month that he and Gabby were going to be away. It is my understanding that Mr. and Mrs. Petito were aware of the storage locker because both Brian and Gabby had items in the storage locker. So this is what Bertolino is saying. He's saying they had items in a storage locker. They were contemplating extending their trip, which is what I was told. And Brian came home to empty the storage locker so he wouldn't have to pay the storage fees for the additional month that he and Gabby were going to be away. And I remember that Gabby's mom said it was going to be the end of October, Halloween, that they were going to be completing. So even if they went one more month, After flying home to empty the storage locker, Brian did fly back to Utah and met up with Gabby, who was staying in a hotel. They were seen checking out together on August 24th, which may have been the last time. Get Okay, that, that's non-existent now, but um, yeah. Right. So this doesn't make sense, right? So you're paying 500, 600, whatever it is to fly home or pay a hundred dollar storage fee or 200 even is still cheaper. It, it doesn't make sense. I'm wondering if he needed to go get something from there or if, uh, or if that was the excuse to go, maybe he told Gabby that he just wants to go and, and deal with the storage and they, he just want to separate for, for a week or I don't know. It doesn't make sense. The restaurant blow up was on the 27th. So you guys have a lot of good questions. Where's dad's second boat? I don't know. You have good questions. So here's where we're at. We we now know the cause of death. Brian's still on the run. Um, I'm sure information's still going to start. It's going to keep coming forward, even though maybe it's not much, but there'll be something. Yeah, see, this is this is what I'm wondering, too, okay? Now, don't come at me, you guys, because this is in fact, but um, Robin's making a good question about this, and I've been looking into this. I was wondering if something happened to his keys, if, if something happened and he lost his keys or something happened and he went to go retrieve an extra key. That's what I was wondering. Um, I know they made the announcement that the that Brian Laundry or the Gabby Petito case was not in connection with the Moab murders. However, that was before Gabby's body was found. So I'm curious about this connection still. Maybe I'll do a video on it. If you'd like me to do a video, let me know. Put heck yeah in the comments and then I can work on that. I've been working on that um, behind the scenes as well. But if you'd like to see it, I'd like to know if you would like to see it. Okay, Montana sunsets. I'm going to try and scroll back and find you again. 
it goes back. Linda, I reposted again. I see that twice. If my mods can see that question, please let me know. <clears throat> yeah, it's hard. Heck yeah, do a video. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, that's good. Thank you for your feedback. That's good to know. So I have been working on it. There's a couple things I'm waiting on for some answers, and then I will do one. Now, see, now there's jack hair everywhere. <laughs> a lot of people are asking this too. Uh, what is the possibility he does not hide in plain sight in his parents' house in the ceiling? The dogs will not sniff him out due to scent in the house. I think, I don't think he, I think Brian is a fleer. I don't think that Brian is going to be in the house. I don't think he's in a garden in the backyard. I, I don't. That I think Brian's a fleer. It's like Letitia Stoke. Okay, if you haven't seen this case, I recommend going to see it. Because first off, we're fighting for Gannon Stoke. And second, Letitia Stoke's a little cray-cray, in my opinion. And she was a distancer right from the beginning. She just, she would, I knew it. I just said, she's just going to, she's just the type that she's a distancer is what I called her. And then she would go the distance. And sure enough, all these things, these patterns come up, distance, distance, distance. With Brian, he flees, just like Chad Daybell. Chad Daybell's a fleer as well. He hops in his car and runs. So in my opinion, I think Brian is, is gone. I don't think, um, I don't think he's close to, mommy and daddy even though he probably wants to be close to mommy and daddy I don't think he is uh, people are asking how did she die she died of strangulation that's the cause of death is strangulation Okay. Oh. This I wanted to put that up there. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, I was saying in one of my videos that he was seen up in Tennessee. Uh, that's what I was saying was the last, I wouldn't say the last sighting, but one of the sightings that I was looking into and seemed credible. And there were other people who were reported uh, seeing him in that area as well. So I'm curious what that's going to be all about. He did meet, the guy's name's Dennis Davis. He did meet with the authorities, the FBI, and they sat down for 45 minutes and chit-chatted about the whole thing. So I don't know what ended up happening, but obviously I think it was a good tip. That's my own opinion. A lot of people say, think that Brian's in Cuba.
can you please give me an email at it's a crime and a shame at gmail.com and that way it's going to be easier I, I would need details links and that kind of thing that would be awesome thank you Nuni. The Cubans don't want them. <laughs> uh, the restaurant was a little ways away. Where did I see that? How far was Gabby's body from the restaurant? So it was, it was, I think, I feel like it, I want to say a half an hour, but again, I see so many maps and so many timelines. I want to double, double check. So Mary Piglets to the dispersed Spread Creek. 36 minutes. Okay, so was the lawn okay? Cost of unit was a concern, but items also had sentimental value to both. He took care of it as all. Okay, so I'm just wondering. Uh, I'm wondering why not ask his parents? Unless his parents said, "No, I'm not. I'm I'm not taking care of it. You come down here. You deal with it." But is it going to take seven days? How much do these guys have? And where did it go? Where did they bring it? If that was like seven days worth of stuff, is that how long it took? Like, you know what I mean? If they saw him in a white truck, where did he get the truck from? That's the loaded question. And did his parents provide him with the truck? Because it seems to me parents can buy anything. Money is no problem. Well, I don't know. That's the question I was asking in my last video Where and the last two videos. Where did he get the truck? How long did he have the truck for? Was it uh, obtained legally or not? Did somebody come and drop it for him? Uh, and all those things, if it was Brian, right? And I had an email this morning, which was very interesting because she made a great point. She said, well, wait a minute. How did, how did, um, she says, I doubt the laundry parents bought the camper truck or the camper, sorry, without a truck. Maybe they bought it like the truck and the trailer with it or the camper. She says, because then they just go camping and then took it off right away. Well, why would you do that if you're going to be going camping again or whatever? So she made some couple good points, if you know what I mean. So I thought, huh, I wonder if it was just the camper that they bought or if they had to, you know, buy a little beater truck with it or a brand new one. Uh, apparently, Brian doesn't have a vehicle or a job or anything, so I don't know. I don't know. Janet says, I doubt he's in the woods. He has to be out, out of the country. Thank you for that. I'm going to try and see where your super chat went. Um, I see you, but thank you, Janet O'Callaghan. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Terry, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, Linda, it's a crime. Did Brian take his parents to the storage unit to empty it? I don't know. I don't know that detail. I'm interested. Anything about the storage unit, if you can get your hands on it, let me know, please, at it's a crime and a shame at gmail.com. 
Okay. Well, that's a good point. The DNA could be from under nails. It could be Brian's if she tried to fight back. I, I hope, and I do say this with everyone that's found, when they go to the autopsy, I hope they come with answers. If anything, I hope they come with answers, you know, because we're going through that in other cases as well where there's autopsies and you know there's not a whole lot of information because time was not on their side and there's a lack of information so let's hope that gabby comes with more information and um whoever did this to her will, will be caught and rightly reprimanded Cheryl, I just did that in a video last night. Let me get that out for you guys because there's been a couple comments on that and I did do a video yesterday on it. If you aren't a subscriber, just hit that subscribe button if you like and then you can check out a bunch of videos that I do. <laughs> hit the notification bell. I dive in. I dive into, I love facts. I love timelines. I love connecting dots. So if you're into that, then please subscribe and, you know, do all those YouTube stuff. Okay, there we go. I'm getting the link for you guys. Here you go. If you wanted to see that one. Cause of death is strangulation. Okay, now I'm scrolling back. Here we go. There are so many cases, it's insane. That's very true. Okay, so do you have any more questions about this case? Because I know a lot of people need to work it out in chat. Do I think that Gabby was deceased when the van video was taken? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, the van video was taken on the 27th at 6.40, I believe it was, right? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I do believe that she, I do believe she died that day, the 27th. Ish. I don't think it was much longer after that. I don't think it was the 29th or anything like that. I think 27th, 28th. And then I think he just got out of there, tried to hitchhike, and then came back and went, now nah, I'm getting the I'm getting the vehicle and then go. Let's hope not. Did I hear anything about them not giving Gabby's belongings to her family? I kind of heard a little bit about that. Don't remember where that was from, though, so I can't say for sure who said that, who didn't say that. 
Thank you, Sash. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I do my best. I do try. Uh, when was the Stan message sent? On the 27th. I don't know the time, though. It would be awesome to know the time. I don't know the time. Yes, they said she was found three to four weeks after she died. That's correct. And I worked it out on the calendar, and that would have been between the 22nd of August and the 29th of August. That's put it to the three to four weeks. Three weeks back from the 19th when she died would have been the 29th, and then the week before that, the 22nd. Alice in Wonderland says, I heard grandpa in North Carolina had a white pickup when I went back to try to find the source. I couldn't find it. Thank you for trying. Yes, John Walsh does want to get Brian bad. I heard him this morning ask and it's like, well, he knows he's probably not going to get the answer from Dr. Blue on that. I don't know where Brian is, but I do know where he's going. Here we go. I think a lot of people were talking about the white vehicle. They said it, there's chitter chatter talking about Brian's sister's husband has it. There's chitter chatter about the grandpa having it. And then I'd like to notice how did he get it in general? Did he get it? Was that Brian? Uh, how long did he drive for? What day were they at Mary Piglet's? The 27th, earlier that afternoon. Tina, nice to see you. It's funny how he was hitchhiking around the same creek where the other two van lifers were killed and he'd been there several days. I would like to know if you guys know this, and please email me, if you know where they camped, where Gabby and Brian camped on the 13th to the 16th. I guess we're all asking that, but if you know that, let me know. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure John Walsh knew he wasn't going to get that answer, but I think he just wanted to get out there. So. Brittany says, I think the family knows exactly what happened and where he's at. Yeah, they're pretty calm about it, aren't they? They're pretty calm. And what do you guys think about Cassie for a minute? Let's talk about this. Of the point where they went camping on the 6th to the 8th, Cassie went on the 6th to meet them. And Cassie says that, you know, nothing, there was no like grand goodbyes or anything like that to Brian, but she has her kids there, right? And the kids really like Auntie Gabby and they called her Auntie. So 
my question is, yeah, right, that the kids wouldn't be like, where's Auntie Gabby? Where is she? And everybody's going to say what? What's Brian saying? What's Brian's parents saying? Uh, is Cassie going, yeah, where is she? And then like doesn't want to say that because the answer was weird? What? You know what I mean? Those two are constantly together. They just came back from a trip. You're not going to ask where she is? Come on. Heather says, laundries are not looking for Brian until very recently. If I didn't know where my son was, I should answer if I'm going to go to jail. Do you guys get these 1-800 numbers where they're like, you're going to jail. Something came across the border and we need your name and money. <laughs> and usually I play along sometimes. It's kind of fun. Maybe next time I'll do that. Sorry, uh, laundries are not looking for Brian until very recently. If I didn't know where my son was, I would be looking day and night. They know exactly where he is. And Joe Petito made a very, very good point because he says, you don't see the laundries going on cameras going, where's my kid? Can't find him. Please help. Right. He says, why do you think that is? And he makes a very, very good point. <laughs> yeah, I get I get them too. And so sometimes I play along because it at least they're not gonna rip off a little old lady, you know what I mean? I think she knows what Brian did, however, I don't believe she knows where he is. Good point, Eddie. Thank you so much. Okay, but let's answer this. You think she knows what Brian did? Yeah. However, I don't believe she knows where he is. And you're talking about Cassie or are you talking about Monty? Um, I wonder... I, I, uh, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. Okay. Thank you so much, Eddie. Allie says, if my son was missing and my future daughter-in-law was found deceased, I wouldn't be planting carrots in my backyard for Pete's sake. Well, <laughs> okay, that's a good point. At the same time, maybe, you know, that's cathartic for some people. They need to keep busy and keep their mind busy. So good point, Allie. Well, we're, we'll take that into consideration. Thank you so much. Um, it's weird, though, she didn't remember what day he went missing, right? Uh, maybe it was Tuesday, and, oh, and then it was Monday, and then this law from Florida is actually five days or longer. So I don't know what's going on. There's some weird stuff. But at the same time, he's 22 years old. Now, I'm not giving him an excuse, but I'm I'm just saying 22 years old. And maybe mommy's a little, little close to him, right? I have a 19-year-old. I get it. My sons, both my sons are my world. Um, I got to say, though, I'd be a little, di I, I, I can't say exactly how I would be in this situation. I could say what I think I would do in this situation. And then when the time comes, who knows? But at the same time, um, she's not good. She's not good. I get they want to protect their son. But Gabby wasn't a stranger either. 
and their grandchildren, so Chris and Roberta's grandchildren, called Gabby auntie, right? And she's been in the family for how long? So it's, uh, it's not good. Okay. Hello, Brandy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, people are talking about this a lot too. Could Stan be code for send the authorities now? Yes, a lot of people use it. But the only thing is, is Gabby's mom didn't know that. She didn't know about that. So I don't know. Would she take it? Would Gabby take a chance and say that? Or, or is it, you know, something else? Which people are getting upset, but it's okay. I put out what I put out and that's what I'm, I stick to the stand. I stick to it. I'll do a little pattern video for you guys and I'll show you a couple of other things and then maybe it'll make sense, not just about the stand thing, but just in general about him. Red Willow says, Cassie stated that she told the FBI everything. So I'm quite sure that the whereabouts of Gabby was asked and answered and she's unable to say, right? And maybe that's true. Maybe maybe that's why she's saying, because we saw Cassie on a yard, on her yard saying, look, I'm not even talking, I lost my mom and my brother and my dad, you know, because they're not talking to me. And maybe that's what they're doing. They're protecting her as well and not saying. But something happened, something, meaning something was said, guaranteed on the 6th that Gabby's name was brought up and either they shoved it aside, they didn't want to answer, but Gabby's name not coming up just in general when you've been, that person's been part of your life for how long? Okay, so let's just picture this, okay? You're out, you're around the campfire and you're eating s'mores, right? You're eating s'mores and the topic is, how was your trip? Tell me about it. What did you and Gabby do? Oh, where is Gabby? Oh, like, like she didn't, wouldn't come up, right? It's silly. It's silly. Happy birthday, Dina. It would just be the word stand surely. Good point, Dream of a Hive. I've said this in a previous video. It said, can you, can you, oh, I want to read the whole sentence. Because the wording is very, very interesting. I can't believe I don't have it off the top of my head, but like I said, okay. Can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. So let's talk about this for a minute because some people are going to get mad and I don't care. Can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. Well, can you help send the authorities now? That could be, right? But the end one was, I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. Now, could be send the authorities now. Problem is, Nicole's mom didn't know, right? The other thing is, and it, it still could be at the end of the day, still could be. 
The other thing is Stan is the grandfather, but she doesn't call him that. And from my understanding and to my knowledge that um, Stan didn't call, Grandpa didn't call Gabby, okay? When she says, I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls, okay? If we relate it to my Stan video, which is Stan from Eminem, which yes, they had Eminem on their Spotify. Now think of this for a minute, okay? If this is true, we need to find out still what time the Stan, um, what time the Stan text happened, Stan text happened, okay? If it was before Mary Piglet's, then it's different, in my opinion. If it was after Mary Piglet's, then the interpretation could be about this stand. Now, it doesn't mean that... Okay, let's back up. In that video, Eminem is talking about Stan, who's a crazed fan, okay? And that's where the term comes from now, the, the um, slang. And in it, Stan writes Eminem and is like, I'm in love with you, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm a crazy fan, blah, 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 blah. And he says things like we should be together and all this stuff. So he's just so obsessed with Eminem. But he writes him letters and he's not getting any response back. He writes them, he's not getting anything. Well, finally, there's a final letter from Stan to Eminem. And he's saying like... What the heck? I tried to get an autograph. You dissed me. I'm trying to get this. You're not answering me back. He says, I'm now in my car. There's a recording instead of a letter. I'm in my car. I'm going to about to drive off of a bridge. My pregnant girlfriend's in the back and she's suffocating. Okay. So there was a couple words. And if you go to see the song, there's some things blurted, uh, bleeped out. But I can even, um, Stan Eminem. Okay, I'll show you. There's a spot where he says. And I'm not going to rap on this one. <laughs> okay, he says. Hey, Slim, that's my girlfriend screaming in the trunk, but I didn't slit her throat. I just tied her up. See, I ain't like you because if she suffocates, she'll suffer more and then she'll die too. So when I did that in the video, I thought, I wonder if Gabby was uh, strang strangled. And um, now if we think of it now that we know what we know now compared to when I did the video, think about this. If Brian's the one who strangled her, finishes killing her, right, and then leaves, and maybe he does do that text because we know in different um, cases they like to boast a little bit or they, they do a tell but they can't say what they actually did. So they kind of code it. Like Chad Daybell, he said he went and killed a raccoon and he burned the limb debris of the trees in the pet cemetery when in fact Tylee Ryan was burned and he was put and she was put in the pet cemetery. You know what I'm saying? So here, 
Um, he knows in his mind, potentially, okay, in my opinion, this is not truth yet because we don't know what happened. But if she's killed and he was responsible, he knows lights are out, right? Lights are out. And he knows that song, potentially, because we saw it was on Spotify, Eminem album. And he says, can you help Stan? I just keep getting the uh, uh, missed phone calls and voicemails because nobody's going to get a hold of her because she's dead. Now you see, maybe I didn't explain it, but you see what I mean? And then three days later, he's saying no service in Yosemite randomly. I'd like to know what the text message, uh, you know, the complete text string could be. What did they get answered back? You know, where did this start? Did he initiate this? Did they say something first? Like, what is it? I hope I'm making sense. And I see Hobie Cat has a super chat and I can't find it except for at the top here. So um, they're not speaking to Cassie because the parents are protected by spousal privilege, but she is not. If they speak to her, she can spill it all. So they haven't cut her off. Thank you so much for your super chat. Um, I think I think they're protecting her and and yeah, setting her aside, not telling her the full deal. Maybe she's the spicy one in the family that's like, no, ain't, ain't not going, you know, that's not going down on my watch. Uh, Jan says, could Brian have sent the stand message by accident to Gabby's mom instead of his mom? It's a code. I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's the case, but it was from Gabby's phone. So I don't know. I think, I think Brian's having a little bit of a, uh, a moment. Uh, if, if that second text wasn't sent, I would question more my Stan theory because the, the two together and then the stickers, which I stand by, I think there's more to Brian than meets the eye. I think. I think he needed to say something without saying something, if that makes sense. Um, did I check out the Jackson Hole Mystery Trilogy by J. Royal Horton? It contains murder in Moab, murder in the Tetons, and murder in Jackson Hole, just a coincidence. No, it's interesting. That's a trilogy, but that sounds interesting. I'll take a look at that. Um. Okay. Uh, that's not what I have. Okay. Gabby was not pregnant, correct? Uh, he would want to feel, he could, he could feel the need to that. Okay. <laughs> Anna Lily's mom, thank you so much for Jack the Cat. <laughs> I'm not going to spend it more on more food, though. <laughs> he did maybe some toys, but not some more food. 
<laughs> that poor guy. Do we know what he told his parents about Gabby's absence? No, we don't know any of that. <laughs> Catnip. <laughs> Gabby's mother just replied to Brian's lawyer. Okay, let's take a look at that. Okay, I don't see. Was that by Brian? FBI not at the laundry home. Nothing happening at the laundry's house. Northport police are here going to the neighbor's houses. Something about letters they received. Police say neighbors got letters addressed to the laundries. Well, this is interesting. I'm going to have to follow up on that. Brian Enton says, someone hacked my name on the coroner's chat and asked horrible things I'm told. That wasn't me. It was in the chat section where questions were typed. The coroner's office says there were at least four people logged into the Zoom press conference under my name. Wow, that's terrible. Um, Linda Petrovich says, did you know another soldier is missing at Fort Hood? Yes, but the soldier that I knew that was missing was found. But I don't know if, let me... Yeah, that's what I thought. So I'll double check. I have I have tons of cases right now that's just so crazy. Um Gabby's mom said, your words are garbage. Keep talking in response to the Bertolino's BS. Where do I find that, you guys, on the... Oh, here we go. Nope. I don't see the response from Gabby's uh, family. His words are garbage. Okay. See if I can find that. Here we go. Um, while Brian Laundry, okay, so this this is remember I I read this out a little while ago. Um, this is from Bertolino. While Brian Laundry is currently charged with unauthorized use of debit card belonging to Gabby, Brian is only concerned 
Gasseray only considered a person of interest in relation to Gabby Petito's demise. At this time, Brian is still missing, and when he is located, we will address the pending fraud charges against him. And um, Nicole, Gabby's mom, said his words are garbage. Keep talking. Yeah, like, he's best to zip his lip right at this point. Uh, the one where I found his words are garbage is WFLA. Under the, okay, so I'll show you. So under where the coroner was on, on Dr. Blue, WFLA, and it, that's where her answer is. It's literally just his words are garbage. Keep talking. Um, I think she was right in response to JB. So let's just see here if there's more. No, that's it. All right. How can this guy not, how can this guy still not be found? He has to be in a safe place where his attorney picked out and the attorney sends money to him from his parents. No way can be fill, out filling gas up or walking. Well, and that's why everybody's thinking or many people are thinking is that he's in the woods because he's most familiar with it. And you can hide out in the woods a lot better than you can gassing up a vehicle at a gas station. He probably learned that the hard way uh, when this debit card stuff came down. And, um, you know. Yeah, the only person we don't need to hear from is the lawyer is the only person we're hearing from. Yeah. Um, when Alex is saying, when had he debited the money from Gabby's card? He did it between the 30th, 31st. I wish I had my timeline in front of me because I'm pretty good at remembering, but. It was the 28th. He left the 29th, so it was like 30, 31st. Let me get it for you guys. I want to be correct. And then I don't get slammed in the comments either. <laughs> I want to be correct anyways. You know that. Yeah, I know for sure it's like 30th and 31st. And I'm just questioning if it was the 29th as well. Because I know the 29th is when he was leaving. And I had wondered on that cusp night to go fill up. 
here we go. He used it on or about August 30th through and including on or about the 1st. So 30th, 31st, and 1st, on or about the 30th to the 1st. And it was over $1,000. There's a 31st in August. Okay. So I think Bertolino needs to uh silencio his his lip. In my opinion. And we'll see what else they're saying about these letters from Brian Enton on Twitter. Do we know what he bought on the card? Um, I All I know is there was a, a gas station that he used it at in Benton. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love to know that too. Um, I'd love to know what time was Brian's first transaction. That will narrow the timeline more. Um, if you see one of my videos, I did the timeline on that week and then basically tried to backtrack knowing where I knew the spot on the 31st, like the drive, that I would figure he he left on that 29th slash 30th um, evening and then started using the card. Yeah, 30, 31st and 1st. Kelly Ann says, wouldn't law enforcement have the DNA from Brian on Gabby's throat to make him a suspect, not just a person of interest? Well, um, when did they, when did they announce him? I don't really, I guess I don't really take too much stock when they say that only because of a person of interest. We never even heard them say that about Letitia Stelk and they're following her the whole way. And we didn't hear that either on Alexis Sharkey and Tom Shark Sharkey um, until the last minute. And all of a sudden he killed himself and the authorities were going after him. So it's interesting to me. That's like, meh, to me. And we'll see what they got from the DNA. They couldn't say, they couldn't say much about the autopsy. They couldn't say much about uh, any of the results and toxicology because of the Wyoming laws. He just said basically three to four weeks that she was deceased uh, from the time she was found, they estimate, which makes sense because that's between August 22nd and the 29th. And then also that she was strangulated, she, she was strangled. It was by strangulation and they didn't say much about that. And then the manner's homicide. 
Uh, they didn't say by the method of strangulation either. Yeah, she was, there we go, Barbara. She was at the Mary Piglets at between one and two, correct? And so we we know that. And then we've seen her their vehicle, or her vehicle, I should say, let me correct that, her vehicle uh, later that day by the um, YouTuber, Red, White, and Blue, Bethune. Okay, so <clears throat> that's pretty much what we know so far, you guys. I know you like to work out some things on chat. I'm so happy I get to hang out with you guys. Um, and then I'm going to double check on this here when they were talking about the letters. This is interesting. <laughs> there we go. I got a good laugh. <laughs> Anything else, you guys? Yeah, we're going to find out this letters from the, the neighbors got letters addressed to the laundry. So I don't know. Do you think maybe someone, a certain someone like Bry guy is communicating? Hello, Welsh Daffodil. Nice to see you. Just saw you were live. I will rewatch it back. I had a gut feeling strangulation would be the cause of death. It's a very personal act of usually DV or passion, but heinous. Absolutely. Nice to see you. And I see Raluca says, hi, Linda. Can you recognize what Tylee's singing? Um, I haven't, I haven't heard her humming on, like you're talking about the body cam. Um, I will listen and I will see. I'll write that down. Thank you. Nice, nice words, you guys. Thank you. Okay. Um, you would like my thoughts on the daybell dumps. Well, I've been going through it. So there's a lot of hours to go through, but I have been going through it. I printed out a bunch of stuff last night. I've been going through some of it this morning. And so the only thing is with the data dumps on the daybells, just so you know, a lot of it is a repeat from what we knew before. There's, there's little nuggets for sure, but a lot of it is a repeat. So I've done them in my videos already but I'm going to try and extract the new stuff and then we can get into it for sure. Okay.
<laughs> Thank you, Jeff. You said it. I'm going to keep this up there for a minute. How Jeff Daybell could be influential blows my mind as well. He doesn't look the part, that's for sure. I don't even know. Listen, here. Okay. So the thing is, too, is Chad, when he met Lori, gave her that cuckamanie story about being, you know, married several lives before that. And I mean, if you're going to meet somebody and you're meeting this guy for the first time, I said this before, and I, I just, this just plays out. And some guys telling me that we met before and we've been married before in lifetimes or whatever, I'd either laugh or be like, girls, round it up. We're leaving. This guy's crazy. <laughs> Let's go. Like, I don't know. And influential. You're right. I don't know how the heck they, they were enamored by him. I just, I don't, I don't have a clue. And Apparently his books aren't very great either. So thanks for your message, Jeff. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but I verified your time for Charles murder pretty much. Oh yeah. The, um, if, if you're talking about when I did Charles video, like in my Charles Vallow series, if you guys are interested and haven't seen it, go check that out. Um, I do a series based on the timeline, my thoughts, how I thought it was earlier. Um, and then just go through all the statements and then show the discrepancies, which is kind of what they're doing now in, in the body cam footage, but I haven't seen the footage. Uh, previously, but I did that about a year or year and a half ago, I want to say in the Charles. And I, I said, like, there's a different gap. There's here's the timeline. Here's how many minutes Lori had to speak to Tylee before coming back and talking to the officers. I believed that Charles was um, never worked on by by paramedics, all that stuff. Anyways, I talk about that. Do check that out because it's interesting. Okay, so let's check one more check on, uh, see if there's any more on this letters. And then in about 10 minutes, I got to go. I'm going to have to go pick up my little one. So time goes so fast while children are in school. <laughs> it really, it really does. Like six hours flies by and they're going, holy man, I got to go pick them up already. Okay, so, and I'm hungry. My stomach's growling. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> All right, what else are you guys here saying? Um, oh, this, okay, so Jeff says, as one who goes to LDS Church, not a member, I see Chad Daybell's LDS beliefs as a catalyst for his thinking. I see the seeds. He's planted some pretty manipulative seeds and he just then went far off the beaten path with Lori. Hi, Jim. Nice to see you. It's been a while. <laughs> yes, I am. Getting there.
and zombies. So, okay, let's put it this way. Now that we have the cause of death, now that we know that Brian's still on the run, do you think there's going to be movement in the next week? Yes or no in the comments? Let me know. The next week. Do you think there's going to be movement in terms of they're going to lock into where Brian is? Or do you think it's going to be a lot longer? But let's do the first. Do you think it's going to be within the next week? Thank you, Tina. Yes, yes, no, no, yes, yes, hell yes. <laughs> Maybe, yes, and I hope so. Longer. Dream of a Hive says you should be 144 plus 145 in time for trial. <laughs> Woo, wouldn't that be good? Yes, thank you so much for pointing that out. 144 plus 144, one for Chad and one for Lori. That should be the goal. That should be the goal in time for trial. He will have, what is, somebody said kicking and screaming. He will have to be dragged in kicking and screaming. Thank you, Crime Pow Pow. Pow Wow. Crime Pow Wow. I like that. Uh, that girl, James, says, I think Stan is referring to fa the father's business partner that lives in Mexico. In my opinion, Brian used the wrong phone to text mom. Interesting. I don't know about the father's business partner that lives in Mexico, but if you would like to, you could email me at itsacrimeandashame at gmail.com. I'd appreciate that. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy Hannah, for the super sticker. Some people think he's going to be commit suicide. Some people don't. deal by the lawyer. Okay, look at you guys. Brian will be found on October 18th near a body of water. Interesting. No, they'll drag it out. I don't know. Um, I'm interested in these letters. I'm going to kind of search that and see what I can find and see if there's something I can connect would be interesting. And, um, and then I'll keep you guys posted. I will go from there. I'm interested about that. Where is Gabby's phone is a loaded question exactly. I don't think he'll commit suicide either. Public service announcement if I go missing, I want Linda on. I got your back, Jessica. I got your back. I'm glad you guys can hang out with me today. 
No, don't have very many live streams at, in the afternoon. We should start doing that a, a few more times, shouldn't we? I might see, there's some information that I did receive that I might see if this person wants to come on as a guest. I'll just hold it like that for now because I don't want to overpromise. but we'll see if this person is willing and, and would like to come on. And it has to do with um, an encounter with Gabby and Bryant. So we'll see. There's my alarm. More daytime feeds. Yeah, I'll, I'll help out the UK and, and uh, the time zones as well. So I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. If you haven't seen my videos on the Gabby Petito case or on my channel, really, I have tons and tons of videos, I think. I'm hitting the 300 or past 300 mark now. And so I've I've only been on for two years, did 300 videos plus, I don't know how many live streams I've done, but um, I, I would really appreciate you subscribing and then check them out. I, I do some different stuff. I mean, I love the truth. I love timelines. I love connecting dots. And then sometimes I like to, you know, explore some areas and there's nothing wrong with that. So the, the goal is to get Brian and uh, bring them back and justice for Gabby as well. And so I don't know if the mods are still hanging out in here. Maybe what I'll do is I'll give you an easy link before I go. And that'll send you to the Gabby uh, Petito case. And then if you want, you can check out some older videos that I have in different cases. And I have a really interesting one uh, that's come up. I just thought of it. Um, I not just thought of it, but I thought of it to mention to you guys. It's called um, Flypaper Lida. And she's very much like Lori. She was actually the first female serial killer in Idaho. So you got to check that out. I have that one too. And just some different, different stuff um, that I like. So, and that I've covered. And I always, always make sure I check on my older cases if they haven't been finished. So just rest assured, you know, if something you haven't heard about something, it's not because, um, you know, I moved on. It's just because there's really nothing to say. <laughs> and I will get to the Chad Dable stuff. Thank you guys so much for watching. Have a really great night and uh, or day. And I'll talk to you soon. See you in the next video. Bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.